Welcome to the first season of Arise Esther, a podcast for today's Esthers, women who are ready to rise up in bold, courageous faith like Esther of old, who stepped up to lead when life was tough and hope was dim, but faith was fierce. Hi, I'm Don Scott Damon, your podcast host. I get to talk to some of the most resilient women on the planet, all who've tackled difficult life crises head on and triumphed. Now we're here to help you do the same. So turn it up, Esther. This is your moment. What a joy it is to have Christine Tramp in the studio today. I have been looking so forward to this time with you. And uh, before we get started, let's just say a little bit about you. Okay, Christine, you have been on a journey. And that journey has kept you full of joy and probably some suffering along the way. God has done some healing in you. And you are the woman who has experienced a weight loss of over 100 pounds. You're working on your first book to tell us all about that. You have a lifestyle blog called Joyful Keto Life. Dot com. Welcome to the Arise Esther podcast, Christine. Hi, Dawn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you on the Arise Esther podcast uh, from our Sisterhood of Asa, an amazing group of women. And so it was really great to connect with you and get to know you better recently through Asa. So yeah. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, Asa is such a, a great, it's called Advanced Writers and Speakers Association for those who are listening and a shout out to Linda Evans Shepherd, our founder. But what an amazing weekend we had. I thoroughly enjoyed our conference and I got to hear a little bit about your story and got to meet you and I just knew that we wanted to talk about this journey that you've been on. And I told you before the beginning of the program, you know, we want to hear your story. And I said, let's just keep it real because you know what comes from the heart touches the heart. And I believe this is an area that so many women struggle with. And it's not just our weight, but it's our identity. It's all wrapped up together, isn't it? Tell Absolutely. us about your story. Absolutely. Well, it has been the most amazing, joyful journey that I could have never expected from the Lord because I tried for three decades in my own power to try to get my health under control and to try to lose weight. I had been obese almost my entire life. I went through a period of chubbiness as a child, lost a little bit of weight in my teenage years that I was not suffering. But then as soon as I went away to college, that's when um, my metabolic health issues really just started to get really bad. Um, I had the privilege, not so much a privilege of, you've heard of the freshman 15. Well, I came home from college with the freshman 40 at least. And it was a, a big wake up call knowing that I was going to be struggling. And throughout the decades, I tried to manage my weight and my health through programs like Weight Watchers and Medical Weight Loss Clinic and all of that. But every time I would lose like 40 pounds, I would gain back 45. Or I would lose 70 pounds, I would gain back 80 pounds. So it has been a lifelong battle for me. And I didn't ever allow the Lord in that journey with me because I'm a type A person 
And I just figured this is something I could do. I had my checklist. I was checking, checking off my checklist, keeping track of my calories, keeping track of my exercise, my move or eat more, lose, lose, (laughs) eat less, move more. And um, so I did that all on my own and I never found success. And it's because the biggest part of my puzzle was missing. And that was allowing the Lord into my journey and trusting in him that he had a way for me to eat and to live a lifestyle that would help me heal my body. And it was completely by turning it over to him when I had some mounting health issues that were getting chronic and more serious. I just cried out to him in desperation and said, God, you just have to help me with this. And he did. He, I cannot, I just, I still have to pinch myself when I think about the ways he just met me where I was in the worst situation I've ever been in physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I was just not in a good place at all. And he met me there. Yeah. He met me there and he pulled me up and so that's where this journey started. That's good. I want to go, yeah. I want to kind of go into the storm a little bit. I want to, okay. before we get to the good ending. Yeah. Because this, you, you're talking about three decades. So this is a mm-hmm. painful journey. And yes. I'm not sure if for you how it was, but many women will come up with all kinds of rationalizations or excuses. The problem, the, the sinister problem with excuses is that they're valid. It was, was it, my metabolism is slow. Is my genetics? Did I right. have um, polycystic? Uh, did I have a, um, you know, was what, what is that when you're metabolically resistant? Yes. What was your issue? What yes, you I, I actually could claim all of those, Dawn. <laughs> I, uh, in one of the hospital programs that I was in, I actually uh, was told that I had metabolic syndrome and. I was probably told insulin resistance, but it didn't mean anything to me at the time because none of those doctors took the time to explain any of this to me. Mm-hmm. So, and I knew, I, you know, I used the excuse of genetics and I used the excuse that nothing worked. I, I tried this, I do it for so long. And then as soon as I would stop counting my 1200 calories a day, the weight would just start coming back on. So I have been through a lot of suffering with that, yes. And I had um, obstructive sleep apnea. I did. I never was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome, but it wasn't really a topic when I was in my 20s and 30s. It wasn't something you heard about, but I had every classic symptom of it. So I'm sure I struggled with that too. I was pre-diabetic. Um, I have chronic, I had chronic migraines and headaches. And so all of that was just mounting up and I got diagnosed with some ovarian cyst and they were very painful. So my doctor sent me for an ultrasound and during the ultrasound exam, sure enough, there was um, some big cyst on my ovaries. But more importantly to me, I was also diagnosed with fatty liver disease through that ultrasound, which I didn't even, I had heard of fatty liver disease, but I didn't know how serious it could be. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, basically because I was obese and because I was insulin resistant, um, insulin is your fat storing hormone. Mm -hmm. And because my body didn't know how it was overwhelmed, it was just overwhelmed. So, uh, the extra insulin in my body was storing fat in my liver. 
And so you don't want a fatty liver to, you don't want fatty liver because you want your liver to be healthy. And the, sure. the, the fattier your liver gets, it can progress to cirrhosis of the liver. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't learn that from a doctor. My doctor kind of shrugged off the fatty liver diagnosis. And I'm sure it's because she expected it because I was over a hundred pounds overweight. So I started doing my own research and that's where I found out that uh, I needed to get my insulin hormone under control and that would help heal my liver. And um, I would be able to do that by the first step I learned that God put in front of me was by cutting sugar and processed factory foods from my diet. Mm -hmm. So through praying and through asking the Lord to help me with these painful ovarian cysts, that's how I stumbled. He ignited something in me that I wanted to learn more about what was going on in my body. And that was the first time that I had ever taken such an interest in that. So it was, it was a tremendous blessing, that yeah, diagnosis. <laughs> right? That, that's a powerful mm-hmm. disruption that God allowed you to experience so that mm-hmm. he could get your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very dear friend. Her name is Monica Boyer. Shout out to Monica. She has a very similar story to you. And she's lost 130 pounds all by diet. Wow. And, but she talks about having what she calls an enough moment. Mm. She got to a place in her life where she said, this is enough. Yes. And that was when she, what was that, that enough moment, that darkest moment? Cause you had to have been discouraged. Yes. How did it affect your, your self-esteem? And, mm-hmm. and was this, this diagnosis of liver, liver fatty disease, was that your enough moment? Talk about what was going on in your mind. I actually call it my turning point moment, and that's a chapter in my book that I have uh, that starts off my book called Turning Point. That fall of 2015 was when this all started happening. I had gone on a trip, 25th anniversary trip with my husband to Colorado to the Rocky Mountain National Park, and we wanted to hike trails and do all that kind of fun stuff. And I was devastated when we tried to do a trail that I just couldn't get up. And so I had to sit on the side of the trail and watch my husband ascend into the mountains to get to a lake that he wanted to see. And I was just heartbroken. My heart was shattered at that time. And that was kind of the first step where I immediately went home and I had been reading about hormones and how important sleep was. And I slept terrible. And it was because of my obstructive sleep apnea that I didn't know that I had at the time. Mm-hmm. So I immediately, the first thing I did first business day, when we got home, I called a sleep doctor, I set up appointment and that was my turning point. Um, I started to take back control at that moment mm-hmm. and I got my CPAP machine in November of 2015. And right around that same time, I started having those painful cysts. And so I saw my doctor shortly after that. And then I had the ultrasound in December of 2015. I remember it was right before Christmas because I was waiting for the results over Christmas, which is not something that I would recommend. <laughs> it kind of puts a damper on Christmas. But, but anyhow, so yeah, it all happened within that two-month period, my major turning point that I was like, I have to get back control. I have to do something. And then when I got the di- 
when I found out it was, you know, I did have ovarian cysts and that we were going to wait and see, we wanted to wait and see if they dissipated, you know, over a, a 30 to 60 day period. But the fatty liver disease is what sent me searching and what sent me crying out to God, please, you know, you have to help the pain with the cyst and this fatty liver disease. I don't want it to progress because I want to be around for my grandchildren. At the time I was only 48 years old. So I still had a lot to look forward to in life. I like to live. Yes. 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 That's how I got there. And so this uh, collaboration of events, and we call it the uh, trifecta, it sounds Mm -hmm. like, you know, Mm -hmm. the the sleep apnea, I can't walk out the mountain and I got this um, fatty liver disease. So the Mm -hmm. perfect storm happened for you. And Tell me, and when that started happening, you said take back control. Had mm-hmm. you ever had true control or was this a first for you? This was a first for me. I guess when I say take back control, I mean like take back control and take personal responsibility for myself. And that's all been part of my journey too, because I know God calls us to be the best Um, spiritual temple for him. And I was not living my best health for him. And there was absolutely no way that I could even imagine doing more than simply getting up, going to work, preparing meals at home, coming home exhausted from work, and then sitting on the couch the rest of the night. There was no room for ministry in my life at that time. That's very small um, boundaries for your life, isn't it? Yes. And, you know, God actually says that uh, through the psalmist, he says the, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places, good places. Mm. So, you know, God wants us to have a large life, a good life. Yes. And you were, it sounds like you were had a pretty small existence. Did you feel a lot of condemnation? Was there shame? Did, we, did you feel embarrassed? Oh, absolutely. I had a lot of shame. I didn't like walking into a room of people um, because I always felt like everybody was staring at me. If it was some type of meal involved, I felt like people were staring at me. Even if I sat there and ate like a normal five or 600 calorie, what looked like a low fat meal or whatever at the time, there was still a lot of shame. I isolated myself a lot. I didn't put myself out there. Um, and I had no idea. I'm an accountant. By, that's my professional career. Okay. So I'm, I've been very content sitting in an office all by myself, just counting numbers all day long. <laughs> and I had absolutely no idea how big God could actually expand my territory. It's, it's crazy to just even think about this journey and what, what he's calling me to do with yeah. my story. It's so exciting to, to watch. Because Mm -hmm. this is just over the last four years now, five years, correct? Yes. 2015? Yeah. So So starting in in 2015, after I got, at the end of the year, after I got all those diagnoses, and then I learned that sugar was a major hormone disruptor, the first thing I did was give up just sugar, like sweet stuff, desserts, candy. And I didn't eat a lot of candy or anything like that, but I was putting a ton of like flavored creamer in my coffee every day. So there was definitely significant places that I cut sugar completely out of my life. And I didn't lose a whole ton of weight for quite a few months. And so I kept researching and uh, God just kept giving me more answers, like the next step I could take, next step I could take. If I did what I finally found success doing from day one and jumped in cold turkey, I don't know how... 
I would have been successful because I so appreciate, I look back on what I did do and I appreciate like his timing and everything. And so eventually he led me to the low carb lifestyle with intermittent fasting. And as soon as I stumbled on that information through my research, um, that is when the weight just started melting off of me. And I found something perfect for my metabolism and I believe he blessed me so much in that lifestyle too, because I had never really been interested in fasting from a spiritual perspective. I used to think that people were like, how could they do that? How can they fast for a whole day and not eat? Right. right. <laughs> and now I use it a lot. I go to him a lot in fasting and prayer. And um, I have to tell you that the Arise Esther podcast came at a perfect time. I am doing a daily Bible reading. Uh, this year, like read your Bible in a year. Okay, and guess, yeah. guess what book I was in this week? Esther. Yes. 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 I'm like, this, his timing is always perfect, isn't it? Yes, it and is. It was so awesome. And I loved, I read about her and I reflected on her fasting and praying for three days to try to figure out what she was going to do with this news that she got. And like three, wow, that is just amazing. What this, what S, what Queen Esther did. Right. And for three days, she fasted and prayed. And that was the breakthrough where after those three days, that inspiration and that creative innovation dropped into her spirit from God. Yes. Um, You had an Esther moment where God was calling you to arise, to take bold steps of courage in this area of eating, Mm -hmm. of, of following a pathway Mm-hmm. That you didn't know it was scary. You've tried so many other things. How do you know this one's not going to fail? But you got, you, you were willing to get back up and try it again and to follow this low carb lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Tell us yes. so the steps were sugar and then you minimize or low low carbs. And is it keto for exactly that you're doing? Yeah, I I actually follow follow a pretty strict ketogenic diet because my insulin, I have what you call insulin resistance and it was very high. Um, There are different blood tests and things you can do to see where you're at. So I knew I needed to, my main focus at first was to fix the fatty liver disease. I wanted to get a repeat ultrasound to make sure there was no fat in my liver after I filed, followed this lifestyle for a while. So that keto, strict keto is actually what worked perfectly for me. And to help me. Yeah, I did. After one year and after I got to my weight loss goal, I, my doctor ordered another ultrasound for me and my, my liver showed no signs of fat in it. So hallelujah. Yeah, that was awesome. And I also don't have to use a CPAP machine either. My obstructive sleep apnea was reversed. That was reversed. Wow, yes. that's so powerful, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yes. Because um, everything that you could have possibly hoped for or dreamed for, like you said, now it's a beyond your imagination. But mm-hmm. you were at a place where you really despaired that you would ever get victory and breakthrough. Yes. yes, after 30 years, I feel like I was wandering in the desert for so long. And I did. I had almost given up hope. So... I just, like I said, this diagnosis of the fatty liver disease, something that I wasn't very familiar with, led me on this journey to health and healing. And then the best part, of course, the weight loss was amazing. And when you have a massive weight loss like that, people start asking questions, of course. And then I'm able to share 
more, um, well, what brings me greatest joy in sharing my story is sharing about the joy because my emotional health and my spiritual health, it just ex- exploded. And that is truly the best part of this entire journey. Yes. Did you find that, you know, we're body, soul, and spirit, and we're really intricately knit together, aren't we? And yes. if one suffers, we ought, we suffer as a whole. Yes. So how is it different today? You talk about the joy and when did you start to experience that joy? Was it, was it relatively soon? Like as, as I'm thinking of this, you know, sometimes our fears, we keep running in life. We say just enough busy or just enough isolated to, mm. to keep the fear at bay. But when we finally turn around and we look at it, we talk to our mountain, we tell our mountain to get out of the way, we face down that fear. Right. There is a joy that comes because for, for the first time, I, I have victory over this area that has so oppressed me. Yes. Was the joy pretty immediate for you? It was after I switched to the strict keto lifestyle. It was pretty quickly because all within about a week or two, I had this abundance of energy. And I, I swear I felt the mental mind shift almost immediately. It was like, and I was telling my husband, I feel like I'm just bouncing off the walls. I don't understand what's going on with me, but I feel so good. I'm not going to stop. So that's, yeah, it definitely happened pretty right, pretty much right away. And then as you, when you start losing weight and people start noticing and they want to talk to you and it was such an absolute joy to like share what I knew, what knowledge I had gleaned and how I felt like the Lord had like given me this huge, amazing gift. And most of the people I started talking to first off were people from my church. So we've had a lot of um, victory in my church too, of the people that have also chosen to cut sugar out of their life or do low carb or do keto or whatever interest level they have in it. And so we had a lot of weight loss in my church and that just brings me a lot of joy too. And it got to the point where I wasn't able to sit down and talk over coffee with everybody that wanted to talk to me. So that's why I started the blog, the lifestyle blog, so that I could at least put some information out there to get people started on uh, this type of journey if they're interested in, in the low carb lifestyle. Yes. So today, God has given you a ministry now of helping others. You're coaching, you're writing your first book. And I want to hear about that. But I also want to ask this question too. Did you ever have a relapse? Or did you no. Ever- okay. No, that, well, okay, let me, I had a couple weeks when COVID started, I was sitting on the couch at night watching television and I don't even watch television that often, but I think that we were all in such, such disbelief yeah. of what was going on, but it was about a two week period. And then all of a sudden I got my head on straight and I was eating at night. And that is one of my, it has been one of my hard and fast rules is no snacking. I eat when I'm hungry and I usually get hungry twice a day and I always am done eating by like six o'clock at night. Well, I was sitting on the couch eating at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night and I was eating keto foods, but I was still eating more than I ever had, you know, the previous, at that point I had been keto for three years. And so that I do call that a bit of a relapse. Um, So yeah, I have, but that the COVID crisis, 
it's a that and a couple, two other things I'm going through right now in this season of life. I have another trifecta going on right now. I've got the COVID crisis. I'm in full-blown menopause and I'm dealing with um, taking care of a family member 24 seven for healthcare reasons. Wow. So I have a lot going on in the, and it was funny that you said the trifecta yeah. earlier. Cause I'm like, that's what I'm experiencing right now. <laughs> everything have to come in threes. Yes, all the time. Yes, exactly. But I have to tell you, I, and I, I've been sharing about this, but I truly believe that God healed me for such a time as this, yeah. because dealing with the personal crisis, the health crisis at home of my loved one, that has been really hard. And in the past, in my days before I was healed and I isolated myself, I would again be isolating myself and I'd probably be in a bed with the covers pulled up over my head, unable to deal with that. But now it, we just take it one day at a time and we find joy in every day and we're going to get through this and he's going to get better. And, you know, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength and his mercies are new every morning. And I wasn't in that place three and a half years ago when I started keto. So it's been a, a tremendous blessing. Well, it's a powerful testimony. And I have to believe, like I said a moment ago, you know, we are body, soul, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So you talk about the trifecta. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. we are made in the, the image of God and God, yes. you know, the three-part being. And I know that when, for me, when my body is strong, my mind is strong. My mindset is strong. My spirit is strong. And I feel like when my spiritual life suffers, then my attitude will suffer and then I'll grab something and eat the wrong thing. And then my body suffers. Yes. So it's really important to maintain all three of those things in, in a holistic manner. Uh, your mindset has to be pretty strong these days. Not that you don't have dips, but mm -hmm. I imagine as you're learning to eat differently, you're also imagining, um, are, are learning how to cast down vain imaginations and mm -hmm. lies and deception mm -hmm. and the, the sneaky voices that, that, that say, oh, come on, just one little thing. It's not going to hurt. You've right. lost 50 pounds. You look good. Right. You know, and you have to, you have to not let what other people say get in your way either too, because you have to know what's right for you. And, you know, you always have a grandma out there saying, Oh, come on, just eat this apple pie. You know, <laughs> It's like, no. And I try to be gracious as I can with people. And I've never, fortunately never had to be in a confrontation, you know, with anybody about this because everybody's been gracious to me, but yeah, that is a struggle for a lot of people to eat socially and to, you know, have to be strong in that conviction too, but to be strong. So it's yeah. a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's right. It's a way of life. It's definitely a way of life. And like you said about the, the whole body, the body, mind, and soul, I call it, I say that I had to heal my whole body to live in holiness. So I'm holy for holiness. And I, mm. you know, and that's what God has called Good. me to do. And yeah. Yes. So it's so beautiful. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your book and then let uh, the listeners and those that are watching us, where can they find you? Cause they're going to want to write you a note. I <laughs> know it. <laughs> I um, am currently in the middle of my manuscript and it's my first book. So it has been a little bit of a very difficult learning situation, but I'm up for it. I love it. I, <laughs> 
so fascinated by this writing and speaking that God has called me to, because like I said, I'm an accountant, never in my wildest dreams imagined, but I had really good response to my blog and my blog post. And so I thought, oh, I'll just try to put it all together in a book. And my book is more about, it's not like a keto how-to book. My book is more of a, um, it is a little bit about keto and the low-carb lifestyle, but how it mostly healed me physically a little bit. But most importantly, it is a Christian living book, and it's going to be focused more on the emotional and spiritual journey with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And my blog, you mentioned earlier, my, yep. my lifestyle blog is joyfulketolife.com, and you can find all my social media handles there. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I also have another blog that I just put up, and that is going to be my ministry home. And that's just my name, christinetrimp.com. And there, there's cross links between both blogs, but that is where you can find me. You can reach me at either place if you have questions about the lifestyle and definitely reach out to me at christinetrimp.com if you are looking for me to come and speak to your audience or whatever. I'm wide open. I'm so excited about what God's calling me to do to talk to people because I have discovered I'm no longer um, going to isolate myself and I want to get out there and speak and encourage women, inspire women, motivate people, teach people if they want to be taught in this lifestyle. But mostly my um, ministry is focused on, you know, uplifting and encouraging believers, body of believers. And also I'll be available for people that are believers and hopefully they can see where the joy comes from. That's deep down in my heart. Well, you can see the joy that's deep down in your heart. Yep. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And, and again, as we said at the beginning, you know, that God is being glorified through your story is just such a joy mm-hmm. to see, to watch. And um, I would love for you to give some parting words to the woman who she's hearing this testimony and she thinks good for you mm-hmm. um, could never be me. Oh, I have been there, sister and brother. I have been there. I never thought in my wildest dreams that God was for me in this journey. And all along, he was right there. And I just needed to reach out and grab the hem of his garment. Um, He wants us healed and he wants us living holy in holiness for him. So uh, please reach out if you need support. Um, There's so many places besides me that support uh, a healing journey, and it could be healing from obesity. It could be healing from some type of addiction, healing from being a shopaholic, but you just have to trust that God is there for you and that he can help you break the chains because he broke my chains and I have been set free. I have been delivered. There is hope. Yeah. Powerful last words. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the Arise Esther and sharing your Arise moment where for such a time as this, God has called you and set you free. I do want to pray for the women who are listening and the men, as you said. And so, Father, we just agree in Jesus' name that that hope may abound in the hearts of every listener, that right now, every voice that would say, you can't do this, it's not for you, it's too good to be true, every voice that lies to you in that manner Mm. would be cast down in the name of Jesus, and the truth of Jesus would set you free, because what he does for one, he will do for the many. It is God's will for you to have victory in this area. Receive it, trust him, step out in faith, 
and do it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Amen. Good to be with yes. you. And once again, for everybody, my name is Don Scott Damon, your freedom coach. And this has been Arise Esther. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed us. the show today. If you found value, make sure that you visit ariseesther.captivate.fm. Like us, love us, and review us. And hey, want to join the movement? Visit us on thearisemovement.com to get connected. And for more information about me, your freedom coach and host, visit freedomgirlsisterhood.com. And while you're there, take the 60-day freedom challenge. You'll be so glad you did. Until we meet again, keep rising. This is your moment.